internet how's it going are they, you having a good day they, it's they hot as fuck they can't respond to us yeah it's, it's, hot uh, as fuck. it's a balmy 30 degrees celsius uh 31. here in uh coquitlam beautiful coquitlam bc yeah yes it is for our american <clears throat> listeners i don't i don't know what that is I don't it's like Fahrenheit, a I bunch in fahrenheit it's it's not as bad as is it, it is 90? in yeah, no, i know 80 is like that. 26 i think we're, we're we're above 100 for sure yeah I mean, Got we shouldn't it. complain. They had to literally ground flights in uh, Arizona this well, week because Arizona. of of the heat. Yeah, uh, this... and in the, the UK, when it gets this fucking hot, their air turns toxic. What from what? I don't know. Shit in the air. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to this week of Outrage Factory. I am Derek Bolin. I'm Dale DeRuiter. And I'm yeah, the handsome one. We're both very angry and low energy today. Yeah, it's uh, too hot to be this angry. Living in Vancouver has made me so squishy. It's like my yeah. comfort zone is between 20 and 25 degrees and anything on either side of those, I'm just complaining. Yeah, and it's like everybody's like, oh, I hope it gets hot. And it's like, I weld, so I'm hot all day at work. I'm like, fuck, whatever. Oh, I weld. Oh, I'm a laborer. I know the Why? value of a hard day's work. No, I'm just saying I'm hot all the time. <laughs> oh, I'm hot all the time because I work so hard. So I don't appreciate when it's hot. Like, people are like, oh, it's going to be nice this weekend. I'm like, shit. Yeah. I uh, sit on my ass in front of a desk in an air-conditioned office, which so is jealous. pretty cool. Yeah. So I do not I do <laughs> Air not conditioning, know that. <laughs> pretty cool. Pretty cool. Fuck. Hilarious. Totally. All right. So, uh, since we stepped on my segue, let's go back to the UK heat wave thing. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. It so, it was... Give me a drum roll so I can look this up. I'm not going to do that. You, I have no not? idea how where, awful that would sound on the mic. Put this. Anyways, it was a heat record in the UK. It turned... It was, uh, what, 34.5 yesterday? Is that a record in the UK? Yeah, no, the actual record is 35.6. Like the hottest it's ever been in the UK? Well, that was 1976. Jesus it was, Christ. Yeah, so... That place has shittier weather than us. Yeah, I know. Degrees. It gets hotter than that in Vancouver, and Vancouver's not very hot. Yeah. But the point is, it's like their whole society's melting, and their fucking air turns toxic from, I don't know, burning coal for... Th- 6,000 years or whatever when there's chimney sweeps. Ah, uh, yes. That probably would impact mm-hmm. it. And then eating shitty food, like kidney pie. Yeah. And Having then, awful teeth. Yeah. Talking in a dumb yeah, accent. That, I hope we don't have any uh, <laughs> English I doubt listeners. It. I doubt we've made it across <laughs> the pond. <laughs> so, yeah, there's nothing really that much to talk about the UK heat wave and, unless we want to just make fun of them for not being able to handle 34 and a half degrees i mean if we were going to do that we should not have opened up complaining about 30 <laughs> degrees yeah we, we did but we we're still we're still doing our podcast we really, really kneecapped ourselves our, our society is still on and popping yeah we can uh we can spin this out into oh sorry that's just the highest june temperatures some even that like how is that the hottest it's ever been in june in june is a fairly hot month globally 
Yeah, yeah, pretty much. In the northern hemisphere, at least. It was like... Because the southern hemisphere is reversed. When I was in China, it was pushing 35 degrees there. Also, oh. because of coal, uh, they have that nice layer of smog that just traps the heat. Oh, gross. Uh, yeah, it's great. Oh, do you want to hear some more records? The Scottish record is 32.9, which makes them even bigger pussies. Um... <laughs> Okay, the hottest it's ever been in the UK was 38 in August 2003, which is, I don't know, not that hot. It gets hotter than that. It doesn't, it doesn't get hotter than that here, does it? What? 38. Vancouver specifically? Yeah. Or Canada Well, Canada gets way fucking hotter. Yeah. Like Kamloops and the Okanagan. Oh, Kamloops is a godforsaken desert, though. Yeah, yeah. Semi-arid desert. Are we are we out of time? We're like literally talking it's too about the hot. weather on our podcast. <laughs> oh my god, it's We're so like, funny. Make it it's small like, talk because it's like I hate when people talk about the weather. And it's then... just the most, and it's the thing that most people default to. It's yeah. like I fucking hate. I I know I'm literally experiencing the same weather as everyone in this city right now. But if yeah. you run into someone, invariably their first comment will be something about the weather i th- i like to think of it as you go boy it's hot and uh, the underlying tones of that is i'm sweaty and fucking disgusting but it's not my fault <laughs> <laughs> and it's always fun to just say hot enough for you to annoy the piss out of some people yeah so uh speaking of hot? uh being cool or hot oh, yeah also could have gone either way on that cool. you know we really with our slang terms we really confuse ourselves because hot and cool means the same thing <laughs> shut up boy ken dolls it's hard being an old man <laughs> new ken dolls yeah new well new barbies but the barbies have been rolled out for a while over the last couple of years i remember buying one for my niece because it looked like her oh that's cute like actual proportion wise because not they're called, plasticky and weird well she doesn't move much <laughs> <laughs> no it's called the fashionistas line and it's not, they still have their regular Barbies, but this fashionista line is basically Mattel being like, okay, okay, shut up. We get it. Barbie's skinny. We'll make some fat ones with blue hair. Sorry, not fat. Curvy. Jesus, Dale. I made air quotes. Curvy. For our listeners who don't know Dale personally, which might be one or two of you, Dale's a. Uh, I'm uh, obese. He's a. No, I, I no I'm say legally. Obese. No, I took the body fat test. And I'm like 29%. And for a guy, if you're over 20% body fat, you're clinically obese. Well, not, I don't know. That makes it sound worse. But you're like, yeah, by you're the... You're clinical in front of anything. By the definition of the term, you're obese. Yeah, and but girls, it's over 25. You're a solid guy. Like, yeah. you're not... Uh, well, it's, it's solid. There's like two different fats. There's the like squishy <laughs> fat that's like on the top layer of the skin. Then there's this other thing called subdermis fat. And that's the harder fat, and that's underneath. So that's what I have. So I look more solid. But I'm obese, so I'm allowed to make fun of fat people. I can tell you're a fat guy because you've researched the different kinds of fat. That's usually a good indicator. It's like, oh, you understand this. Yeah. You're a fat person. Oh, there's different kinds of fat? You must be fat for knowing that. So they rolled out this more... Uh, diverse line of Barbies that are more in line with women's body types and not like pushing this unrealistic yeah. uh, view of uh, the female anatomy and then they turn Which around. Which we know nothing and, about. Oh, no, I've never even seen a naked woman yeah. before. We're like those Hutterites. We do it through a hole in the sheet. Those Hutterites. <laughs> Wait, is it the Hutterites that do that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm probably going to get us in trouble again. I should probably stop talking about people who have sex with through holes in sheets. Yeah, or just in general. Yeah, I'm, I should stop talking about people who have sex. <laughs> yes, or which people. Which is everybody. 
Well, no. I guess be... there's some people who don't have sex. But yeah, and then they also revised the Ken line. Oh, and yeah. they put him out. Yeah, I don't care about the Barbies because I'm not a girl and I don't get annoyed at girl trends. But they did do, I think, 15 new Kens. And, uh, well, some of them are just terrible. Like, for instance, well, they added black Kens, which is nice. That's good. I wasn't aware that they didn't have black Kens in history because I don't collect Ken dolls, but... No, for like the past 60 years, it's been, uh, uh, white blonde Barbie and white blonde Ken, and that was it. Yeah. And you could dress them up in different outfits, but in terms of, uh, diversity in actual dolls themselves, not really a thing. Some of the new ones they have are like, looks like um, Beach Ken. He's wearing a tank top and some aviators and has some bushy brown hair. Then there's Hipster I'm in a band Black Ken who has a plaid shirt. Is and that his... Black Ken? Because that's pretty. Well, white there's, there's for more a black than guy. there's more than one oh, Black right. Ken. So he's hip or he's I'm in a band Black Ken where he has jeans tucked into boots and a short sleeve plaid shirt. Then there's I have a job even though I have cornrows black ken which might have been racist for me to say but anyways <laughs> we'll he has he has cornrows and a short sleeve t-shirt and a tie and silver boots then there's my dad owns a boat ken which is my favorite because those are my style goes goals he's wearing a deck shoes a little gingham shirt he's got a nice quaff going and the, yeah those are the okay kens then there's fucking man bun ken which, Which is egregious. Well, yeah, like, come on. The, the man bun thing is going to last for, like, another... Are, are we already getting backlash on this? I, like, I think people are starting to realize. It's like the mullet. Year. Like, people were like, dude, I got a fucking mullet. Chicks know how I know how to party. And then it just kind of turned into a practical joke. The problem with the man bun was women liked it for a while. So dudes knew it was shitty, and they're like, I don't give a fuck. Girls like it. Because there's a secret about men. We know how lame we look all the time, but if girls like it, we don't care because we just want to impress girls. I, I would blame every awful fashion trend for men in the past century on women. Can we just blame everything? No, nah, okay. Jorts, okay. I think we'll own that because that's just a lazy man trend, which also is what Ken is wearing, which might be more egregious than the, I don't know, jorts are all right. The man bun? Yeah. Yeah, like cutoffs. Like dudes invented jorts because they're like, "Oh, I got holes in my jeans. I'll just cut what these am I, off." Uh, I want to get a little shorts. more mileage out of these. Yeah, I'm like fucking MacGyver. And then after you know they can't be jorts anymore, you turn them into like little Daisy Dukes, and, and then denim after that, underwear. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> a denim thong, which is basically the seam and the fly. So here's my thing: they're uh, the. They've been pushing for, like, diversity in Barbies, and there's been a lot of outcry over female Barbies and their unrealistic body types. Yeah. I've, I've never seen paunchy middle-aged dad uh, Kendall or uh, balding dude Kendall. Or plays too many video games and still rocks cargo Yeah, shorts. or can tell the you Dale the two, two different kinds of fat Kendall. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so they, they roll out these more diverse Kens, and they're still, like, these these jacked-up... I don't know if I'd even describe them as Well, they're, as they're just, like, day, but they're... the idealized, hot-looking 20-year-old who has 15 different styles. Yeah. Aren't are we giving women, at a young age, uh, giving them the wrong impression and giving yeah, them... Yeah, they're like, if you 
unrealistic expectations of yeah. the men. You can get a man who's a man who's hot. It's like no, you're gonna end up putting up with the guy who's nice to you yeah. after you're done dealing with. You're gonna end up with someone tickets. like me or Dale yeah. who has to take time away from you every Sunday to record some dumb podcast where we talk about how little we know about women, <laughs> which is I don't know. That's that's. At least we're doing something with our time. It's productive. Uh, something gets made. Just, just making a thing on the merits of that alone, I don't know if that qualifies as productive. Yeah, it does, because you produce something. Cool. So it's productive. Right. In your face, Mom and Dad, yeah. I'm doing something with my life. We did it. But, so, yeah, I, I wonder how long it is until we see, uh, you know, some, some fat fat candles or that would some, be hilarious. some more like okay so i'm not gonna say that the, the barbies are fat i think they are more realistic but it's just as bad that the kendall has like a totally unrealistic body type for a lot of yeah them, or selves included so where's the outcry over that guys yeah if only these little girls would cry about how their <laughs> kendall really was looking it yeah. wasn't even no little oh, girls i guess it was the moms yeah. of little girls they're like they're like Every problem in my life was because I had a Barbie doll that was too skinny for me to achieve when I was a little girl, and now I don't want my little girl to have the same problems I have. Well, yeah, we see that in, like, fashion magazines yeah. or uh, Hollywood, where everyone's like, oh, the women are totally unrealistic. Well, what the fuck about the dudes, man? Do, do you I've never looked like Jude Law. Do you some insight about... <laughs> you Jude look, Law still relevant? You look like Jude Law, though. <laughs> is, is Jude Law still relevant? Uh... I Is think that he's coming up in better? something. Oh, great. Now it's the fucking, <laughs> oh, what's Jude Law in? We didn't do a research thing because you brought it up out of nowhere. Anyways, I heard about the fashion industry that the reason they get those women that are so skinny is so that when the clothes are on them, they look like they're on a clothes hanger. Which is either... Why would anyone want to look like a clothes hanger? I, I don't know. So you could see what the clothes look like when they're hanging in your closet. I think it's just someone being really mean. Also, women. if anyone ever came to me and was like, you know, for this job, we need you to look like a wireframe. <laughs> I would be like, nah, I, yeah. don't, I don't know if that's the right job for me. That's a little insulting. Yeah. Hey. I don't think we could be models anyway. Well, speak Maybe for yourself. Maybe plus size buddy. models. I'm. Uh, I'm going. I would be an undersized model. I'd be plus size. I am 160 pounds soaking wet. So yeah, that's. Uh, I'm 260 pounds soaking wet. Speaking of fashion. Yeah. Oh, the Ivanka Trump thing. Oh, the oh, Ivanka shit, Trump fuck. thing. It's too hot for segways. I'm just gonna call it. Yeah, it is. It's too. Fuck, I'm sweating. It's it's hard to like. Uh, merge one subject into the other one when you're covered in sweat. I'm going to break that off uh, at the knee and and interject here to say that if you guys want to fund us uh, so that we can open an air-conditioned podcast studio and keep bringing you internet outrage throughout the summer in comfort, uh, please donate to our Patreon. Uh, it's available. I think we have a link on our SoundCloud account. I'll, we'll... Name drop we'll verify and make the, sure that there is a link. End of the podcast. Uh, I would like to make some money for this thankless, shitty job. Yeah. Yeah, me too, so I can buy some new jorts. <laughs> Anyways, so that segue that I, I just actually screwed up was uh, Ivanka Trump is in trouble right now because her shoe company, I had no idea she had, is getting sued by an Italian shoemaker saying that her shoes are a cheap knockoff of his shoes. Ivanka Trump fired back saying that I had nothing to do with those shoes. They were designed, created, and approved without my knowing. 
I think that's a bullshit excuse. Oh, I mean, it's definitely, if, is. she's if, trying to distance herself. If, if you're the CEO, you and we saw this with uh, Travis Kalanick from Uber, yeah. who just stepped down there. Uh, even though Travis uh, didn't do a lot to kind of distance himself from the, the toxic culture shit show that was Uber. Yeah, uh, he he could have said at any time, you know, these are my underlings making these decisions. Uh, it's not my fault. I'm not directly uh, related to it. If you're the CEO, you are responsible ultimately for any decision that your company makes. Yeah, that's why you're the CEO. You're yeah. the figurehead. Yeah. It might just be the figurehead, but you're still the head. And I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, we see this lots. There was, uh, I think it was a couple of years ago. I haven't seen one lately, but there were lots of instances of like, uh, Urban Outfitters and uh, what was the other one? American, American Apparel. Apparel. Yeah, yeah. Rip, ripping off uh, really popular designs from like Etsy shops, which are like oh, yeah. uh, the bread and butter for a lot of these people come up with their own designs and get really mm-hmm. popular. And then a brand like, uh, yeah, like American... What? what did I say? American Apparel. Apparel. Thank you. Was it American, like American Apparel? Outfitters? I thought you were going to talk Outfitters? about the CEO because the American Apparel CEO was like... A sexual assault. Oh, yeah. That guy got shit-canned yeah, on, well, on the reels. He was gross. And yeah. That was pretty disgusting. But it, it, at the same time, it kind of made American Apparel really popular because of all his super sexy ads. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. Because it's hard to say because it's like you have these ads that are like super sexualized. And then you find out the CEO of the super sexualized company is... A sex Sexually, pervert. Yeah, a sex pervert. I like that term. <laughs> and you're like, and then you're just like, oh, well, yeah. I'm taking it back. Yeah. Is, wow, I'm so surprised that just blew up my whole world. It was cool when I was, you know, jerking off to the ads, but now that I know <laughs> that this is, this is a real life thing. Yeah, now that's... that now that it has actual damage in the real world, I don't want to talk about this. That's not acceptable. Yeah. Uh, there was another, oh, no, I was just reading about, uh, I like fell down a Wikipedia rabbit hole the other day, and I was reading about oh that. Uh, he was uh, a founder of some like ad technology company, yeah. uh, and he ended up getting shit canned from that job for uh, domestic, like domestic violence, oh, like yeah. his wife or girlfriend at the time. And I was like, oh, I wonder where this guy is now. And it's like, ah, oh, he just lost his latest job because of another domestic violence charge. So I'm like, that's eh, probably unemployable now. I like how your Wikipedia rabbit holes are. You're like, oh, I was reading about the CEO of this investment technology thing. And then my Wikipedia rabbit holes are like fucking conspiracy theories and aliens and shit like that. There's some good shit there, too. Yeah. Occasionally, I'll be like, oh, reading about the, like, lore of this video game series for, like, eight hours. (laughs) I'm like, I had no idea about any of this. once you breach the tip on, like, canon of a (laughs) video game, there's just so fucking much. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Uh, Ivanka, you are responsible for anything that comes out of your company. Any CEO, keep that in mind. Let's talk about the Uber thing, actually, because, uh... Because, yeah, he just stepped down this week, didn't he? Yeah, that that just happened. Uh, okay, wait, let me do the research. I did. <laughs> boop, boop, beep, boop, beep. I'm computering so hard right now. We did not get any applicants for our, I'm our really research smart. assistant, which I'm actually really fucking bummed about. Like, yeah. who wouldn't want to be sitting in this sweltering living room with <laughs> us right now yeah. looking you up could the shit we tell them to? dealing with us sweaty assholes and not being able to talk when we're wrong. What what's not appealing about that? God. Uber was it the CEO? Yeah, step down. And I I honestly I do feel bad. Like I know he's a shitty asshole who like 
Oh, he's even the co-founder, not yeah. just the CEO. Uh, the other co-founder, actually Canadian. I think he's either from Vancouver or Toronto. Uh, he had founded... Yeah. Fuck, I have no idea. Oh, wait. It's too hot for this. The... Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he resigned. Uh, he but came... Look at this look on his face. He's like, like months and months. And this is something the guy, like, spent his entire life building up and poured his lifeblood into and made it, like, this incredible success. Yeah. Sort of. Let's let's debate the meaning of success because this is a company that's still hemorrhaging money, but they have a valuation of like a zillion dollars. Yeah, like they he's rich, so I don't feel bad for him. No, he uh he did something I didn't realize. He he just lost his his mom died in a boating accident over Memorial Day weekend, so like two weeks ago. So like on top of that, like he oh, loses his mom, and yeah. then he loses his company. It's a pretty fucking awful time, and people are just like piling on this guy uh and uber so uber was uh i i think they'd be under nowhere near this level of scrutiny and have people attacking them if they didn't have the success they had had yeah if they were some middling startup that nobody really gave a shit about uh there like he wouldn't have had to step down we see toxic culture in like these mid-level startups all the time but there was uh just blow after blow to uber uh, in terms of their the way they treated uh, competitors, like yeah. they did a lot of really shady, uh, anti-competitive shit. They made threats against journalists yeah. who uh, were unfavorable to them, and then they had a really awful internal culture that was uh, pretty horrific to women. It sounds like in particular, oh, yeah. which again, not a unique thing in the tech industry. You have all these like. I'm going to stereotype here, but you have these tech nerds who, you know, go through uh, high school and yeah. university, like, not knowing anything about women and being I socially could, I, awkward. I'll, I'll just put this plain, because I'm, I'm the offensive guy. I'll say, nobody fucked them, and they're still bitter about it. Yeah. Well, that's, that's yeah, that's yeah, about like, as, as like the, as it when, gets. When they, want, when they were burgeoning in their sexuality in their early teens... No women paid attention to them, and they still hate all women for it. Yeah. Which isn't every single tech nerd. I mean, I'm sure there's some tech nerds who learned how to romance women. There's a lot that are great, and there's a lot that have kind of grown out of that, like, hating women phase in their life, yeah. blaming women for their general repulsiveness. But mm -hmm. there are a ton of dudes in tech who still have these, like, really shitty misogynistic views and they're they're fucking everywhere man like it's not yeah. just like one ceo at one company and it's not like this is localized to uber they are all across the tech industry and any tech event you go to there's going to be these shitty bros who suddenly uh yeah and one th one reason thing i've noticed too is that like you see a lot of rip nerds lately and it's it's more like they they're trying it's almost like they're trying to be the alpha dog of the beta dogs like in high school they couldn't contend with the jocks or the rich kids like that so now that they're nerds surrounded by other nerds they're trying to get more ripped than them so they could be like i don't know consolation prize alpha dog. <laughs> consolation nerds yeah so it's like they they're more manly than the other nerds, so they still consider it really manly and good yeah plus i think it's a lot of them realizing that you know, all through high school and university or whatever, you're probably fucking dirt poor. And you're like, okay, once I get money, women are going to like me. Yeah. And then suddenly you get money. And it, they don't. And they still don't. And then you're like, okay, <laughs> well, I guess I better work on improving myself. Yeah, <laughs> Money exactly. was not the solution.
Yeah. Uh, All right, let's move on to... Whiteness. And Skittles. Specifically Skittles. Uh, so Skittles did, I don't know, it was like some dumb, bland PR gesture, but this is this is Pride Week. Last week was Pride Week. It's Pride Month. Pride Month, sorry. Yeah. Uh, and Skittles being a, uh, a rainbow-branded candy... Yeah. Released a, a limited edition campaign where it was like, hey, uh, we're, we're giving our rainbow up for pride because the pride rainbow is more important than ours. I think the catchphrase was like, during pride, only one rainbow matters. Yeah. Uh, and they released, uh, it's something that was sure to backfire, uh, the whitest, these are just like pure white Skittles. Um, they're like in a white package. All the Skittles themselves are white. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... Uh, in in what is becoming a hallmark of of the left uh, these days, you can't do something nice for one marginalized group without <laughs> pissing off the rest of them. Yeah, it w- it was nice because there's a lot of uproar now about people being like, "Why should gay people get the rainbow? We should be able to use it too." And it's like, well, just fucking let it go. And I think I like Skittles for doing it. I think it's a very grand gesture. They are also giving money from each package sold to LGBT rights and okay, organizations. That's good. That Wait. part's nice. Uh, but like why'd you have to make them like pure these are like the Aryan Skittles. Like these are the whitest. Well, what, what color are they supposed to make them? Because white's the absence of all color. Yeah, and that makes sense. Would you make them black? To people with brains. Well no, because then white people oh, then yeah, you yeah. have the alt-right oh. being like, well these yeah, Skittles I'm not are eating diversity. These. These Ooh. Skittles are trying to kill Trump. Push white genocide. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's there's no winners. Brands, just take note. Like, don't do any... Make no statements on yeah. anything ever just again. Just fucking... Here's what you do. You do it like your job. Unless you're very... You want to be... There's only two ways to do this. You can either get promoted or fired. But if you don't want to do either of those, just keep your fucking head down, stay out of sight, and be business as usual. And if you're a brand, people, like, nobody's going to stop buying Skittles. They're obviously popular because they're delicious and they're full of sugar. Yeah, I don't think anyone's buying them because of the social yeah, they're <laughs> the social not like, programs they they're support. They're not like, oh, now I can buy Skittles because <laughs> they support gay people. I could give myself diabetes <laughs> without feeling guilty yeah, about you it. You shouldn't eat Skittles because it's really bad for you. But other than that just eat them anyway there was another thing and i i could not honestly it was so dumb and it's one of those things where i couldn't tell if it was satire or not but there was this facebook post that this uh conservative conservative freedom fighters for canada or something group did and it's the the canada 150 uh logo that they did yeah uh for those of you who don't know canada is celebrating its 150th uh, birthday since Confederation in uh, like a week. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's big, pretty good. Big thing. But they did this. Obviously, they hired a graphic designer and got this like jazzed up Canada 150 logo and the flag. Uh, like the actual logo itself is this uh, very modernist take on a maple leaf, uh, and it's multicolored. And these people, right? Yeah, that's the guy right there. Yeah. We'll we'll share it in the, on our Twitter feed or whatever. But I'll share uh, it right now. People were uh, losing their minds on this, and if it was satire, it was super effective because all these idiot conservatives were coming out being like, 
Uh, well, people thought it died to defend this flag, and this is what you do to it. You turn it into some, like, pro-gay message. And I'm like, it's a fucking, f- like, maple leaf with a variety of colors. In yeah. It. Like, have we actually gotten to the point now where we're like, if I see anything remotely re- rainbow-related, uh, you're you're coming out and, and trying to turn me gay. <laughs> yeah, it's, exactly. It's just the most ridiculous thing. Uh, so, yeah, everybody's mad about everything uh i'm gonna give this a shout out because i know Brittany and matt uh two of our listeners in Vernon, bc longtime friends have been asking me to, to bring it up for a long time there's a city councilor in Vernon, bc called scott anderson and this guy is without a doubt the biggest dipshit i have ever had the pleasure of encountering online uh and he's like this full-on like far-right conservative uh idiot and when they had this kerfuffle because Vernon, BC is a small town. It's like 50,000 people and they're probably not as progressive uh, as a lot of larger cities, I guess. Yeah. Very much like nestled in like conservative. It's isolated enough that dickheads aren't questioned enough. Yeah. More than that. Dickheads are voted into office. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) And they're saying this guy's probably a shoo-in to, to make, uh, mayor at some point but there was this uh incident last year two years ago where uh, a local gay advocacy group wanted to like just paint a rainbow crosswalk crosswalk for pride yeah uh which is you know becoming kind of the norm like it's, 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 it's a very this isn't the first time that the rainbow crosswalks surprise to me uh you paint a crosswalk rainbow whatever there's some extra color and people lose their minds like i think it was chilliwack did it like two years ago and people same thing like kind of kind of the same uh belief structure there yeah it's a very conservative leaning community yes i guess when you bring awareness to them they don't appreciate it and like chuckleheads were doing shit like doing burnouts on the crosswalks and just like (laughs) trying to deface cement like, in any way they I've can. never seen people give a fuck about the color of their pavement. But yeah. the second you're like, I'm going to turn this rainbow color, yeah. they will invent 40,000 reasons <laughs> why this, like, six-foot strip of concrete cannot yeah. be, possibly be rainbow colored. I think maybe we're just used to it, because it's been in Vancouver in the West End for, what, like 10 years? Yeah, Vancouver has a very gay-friendly uh, community. We also have bright, community. bright pink bus stops and garbage cans. See, that that was more offensive to me. I'm Which, like, are you just assuming all gay people like hot pink? Like, these things look ridiculous. I love it. I li- But I like pink as a color. Yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things that started out as, like, uh, ironic liking. <laughs> I was like, haha, I'm going to do everything. I had this job, and I would have to call. It was when I worked at a video store. That's how long ago this was, because those are long gone. And I would have to call, and then write with a pen. That's also how long it was. I'd have to call people about their overdue movies, and then write down the number, if I called them, if I left a message. And it was pretty much the worst thing to do ever, because it was so annoying. And the one manager who I didn't really get along with was like, Dale, you have to do it. And I was like, but it's someone else's turn. They're like, no, you have to do it. So I started writing it down in pink, hot pink. I just fa- randomly found a hot pink pen. So for like weeks, I was just writing it all down in hot pink and it annoyed the shit out of them. And I was like, this is hilarious. And then <laughs> after doing that, I was like, you know, I could just annoy everybody with All pink. the time. I think I'll just make everything pink and everybody will be annoyed. And it works. 
Does it? Are, are well, people you were annoyed it? by pink garbage cans at first. Yeah, at first I was like, okay, like the rainbow crosswalks I get, but I was just like, you know, is this is this stereotyping? I'm sure there's <laughs> gay people out there who aren't fans of hot pink because they yeah. have taste. Yeah, that's true. Maybe they should have just made them white. Yeah, <laughs> just like pure white. Pure white. And then paint white is right on it. Oh, no, <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> what? Because it looks, it rhymes when you say it, but if you write it, it doesn't look right. Because oh, it's like I-T-E and I-G-H-T. Something I've noticed in the internet age, have you ever done like tomato, tomato, potato, yeah. potato? You try doing that on the internet, yeah. you're like both of these things. It's like a, a yeah. potato, potato. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't or, work at all or like people start i what's annoying me is like like there's like with everybody communicating through texts and emails and tweets and everything people are starting to do i rhymes more which is where it looks like it rhymes because it's spelt the same but it doesn't actually rhyme the way you pronounce it and it just it's like an annoying thing but it just bugs me is it that okay so no to everyone we have found something that irritates dale <laughs> do not stop until <laughs> his mind breaks yeah i guess I guess it's kind of bad because I just announced that I like annoying everybody. Ah, I can annoy everybody with this bright pink. Uh, But you should all stop doing this thing that uh, irritates me. (laughs) So I want to clarify for people who might have a conservative bent who are listening that a rainbow uh, crosswalk or rainbow anything is not pushing gay in your face any more than you having a cross on your church is pushing Jesus. Wait, do we feel that that's pushing Jesus? No, you faces? you could just do whatever you want. It's just a fucking symbol. Yeah. Man. Like, and, and pride has kind of expanded to be this all-inclusive thing unless you talk to, like, uh, what, Black Lives Matter, the Vancouver chapter, had some kerfuffle about the, the pride parade, which I'm like... Oh, God. I'm not going to deny that racism in Canada doesn't exist, but, like, why the fuck do we even need a Black Lives Matter chapter in Vancouver? Uh, If any of our black listeners could explain to me whether you feel that's that's a necessary and relevant thing. Like, I get it showing support for people in the South, but we didn't have this this really entrenched racism uh, towards African Americans anyway. Uh, it was always it was always Asians. It's it's always been like Asians and indigenous people. Yeah, which people are. I just want to back this up with actual facts. Is in West Vancouver, which is the west part of North Vancouver, not to be confused with West End. I'm just explaining this for people who don't actually live in Vancouver because it's annoying. And if I, if we were just talking about the West End, which is the western side of downtown, but when you say West Vancouver, it's the western side of North Vancouver across the Lionsgate Bridge. Anyway, look at the map. We have like four different neighborhoods that yeah. are named West Vancouver yeah. or Vancouver West. So the thing is, all West Vancouver actually had bylaws that said people of Asian descent couldn't own property there. And it was written in, I don't know, way back when, when they used Asian people to build the railways because they wanted to keep it white and pure. And that was completely wrong and bad. And I was just. Sh- pointing that out as an example of how Chinese people used to be, um, what the fuck's that word? We just said it like a hundred times. Anyways, moving on. What? Don't look at me. Was that the end of the story? That was the end of the story. Is that all you got? That's all I got. All right. That's why I don't do research because then I say the fact and then it's like, well, that was anticlimactic. It's I'm, just I'm a probably fact. Gonna, I'm going to probably edit this whole... Uh, Where's the punchline? ...whole section out. 
Okay, let's keep going. Awful. Let's keep going. Uh, and also, well, since we were talking about uh, Vancouver news, uh, this is something that one of our listeners sent into us for our mailbag this week. Uh, it's about Vancouver uh, planning on banning late night entry uh, into clubs in the the club and districts, uh, which is the gravel strip here. How late? Um, I'm pulling it up right now. So, what does yeah. this mean for Gorgamesh? So we have. So okay. So we need to explain this place. So Vancouver liquor laws are fucking weird. I feel like they're kind of all over the place. Like yeah. on on weekends on this one strip of Vancouver, there's like most bars have to stop serving at one a.m. Yeah, and closing is two a.m. And then there's other. There's, like, a handful, like, four or five bars that uh, their cutoff is 2 a.m. And everyone's out by 3 a.m. Yeah. And then there's this awful after-hours club called Gorgamesh where you can go and chicks get in for free. Dudes have to pay 40 bucks cover. Yeah. Uh, and they sell, uh, like, Gatorade bottles. Oi, oi, oi. That's... They don't sell those. Sorry, sorry. That's a secret. They... That's actually illegal. Yeah, but they do it. Yeah, but... Well, I guess I don't care if we out them for doing it, because I'm never going to Gorgamesh. I'm sure people know about... They exchange alcohol for money. Yeah, but you buy... In a very roundabout way. Yeah, what it is is they put alcohol in a Gatorade, which they're allowed to sell there. But they give it to you already opened so that it's not you buying alcohol. It's like you buying Gatorade. That With has, bonus alcohol. That has like the gift of alcohol <laughs> in it. I don't know how it works. But I'm pretty sure it's illegal and they're just trying well, it's to absolutely illegal. skirt things. There's also and, uh, there's a really shady Chinese restaurant uh, on the corner of Gravel and oh, Davy Street where yeah. you can go in after 2 a.m. and you can order What's the cold code? cold tea yeah cold tea and they'll they'll bring you teapots with really shitty i think it's pbr or something just god-awful beer but yeah. for people who didn't get enough to drink in the previous eight hours it's nice <laughs> to know that you can go to these yeah. places and continue drinking uh yeah. so that you have something to take the edge off all the cocaine you just did yeah do you think it yeah Almost it's definitely been a while since I've had any cold tea. Yeah, I I did it once and I was like, this is mind blowing. Like and this is the best shit ever. A giant waste of money. Yeah, because it's all both of these methods, the Gatorade and the cold tea, are exceptionally overpriced. Yeah, there's a which, huge markup on it, which I guess they have a right to do. And if you're that desperate for alcohol after 3 a.m., you kind of deserve to get fucking. Well, yeah, that's. A, I don't know why why some uh, enterprising young entrepreneurs don't just like rent an apartment or like buy out a hotel room and then have like a speakeasy there after hours where you can sell people fucking well alcohol for twenty bucks a drink. Yeah, get a couple girls in there for free, and a bunch of horned up dudes will flock in after them. Yeah, and you're golden. You're paying for everything. We should do yeah, this dude. next week. Dude, horned up dudes. How much industry do you think is supported? Purely by horned up dudes. All of it. The entire bar and club industry. <laughs> in fact, like, almost, yeah. you have, like, so, yeah, you you have, like, two types of people yeah. at bars. You have women who are there to, like, have, legitimately have fun and dance. And yeah. then you have dudes who are there to pick up women. And be horned up. That's, that's literally it. Yeah. Like, you might have a few people, uh, people who are looking to socialize don't really go to clubs because the music's fucking awful. Yeah. And the drinks are overpriced. And, uh, and two... 
just uh, uh, specify. We don't mean pubs or like places like the Morrissey. No, which aren't that's really places clubs. where you can actually have conversations. Yeah, we're talking with about people. like bumps clubs. Well, I guess they're not techno clubs anymore. I guess now they're all rap clubs. I don't. I think. Clubs. I think they're a little. There's still that whole EDM scene. That's a thing that's happening. Maybe. Maybe both. Yeah. God, we're so old. Yeah. I. So I really old, don't know. So hot. Uh, and so, anyways, uh, Vancouver's is amending their liquor laws too. This is how we do research. It literally has no time specified. They're just saying that in the future we will. Oh. In essence, the program won't allow any establishments to allow any new customers inside a full one hour before closing time, which, uh, I don't, this is pretty much universal, isn't it? Last call is, is an hour before closing time. So now they're yeah. just saying you can't enter yeah. the premises, which... Like, we're closing in an hour, you can't come in. So I guess that stops people from going from one club that they got, they got, like shittered at they got shittered at and had to leave because they did last call and running down the street to another place where the bartender and stuff might not actually know that this person is completely wasted and then the patron who just came in can order more drinks and then just get even like overserved i guess well that's the thing like i think maybe if i had to guess at the reasoning behind this it would be that a lot of bartenders don't necessarily give a shit about last call so somebody could show up at at 2 a.m yeah after uh and and you'll see this a lot so people will get totally fucked up at one club and then when that one shuts down uh at 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. Yeah. They'll just jump to the next one that's open later and then they'll go to Gorgamesh or yeah. <laughs> for cold tea afterwards. <laughs> so uh, it, it makes sense, I guess, to stop the entire awful city full of drunken idiots converging on, like, the Roxy at 2 in the morning, which yeah. I'm sure uh, the policing costs for that place must be fucking enormous <laughs> um, yeah like yeah any any friday or saturday night it's just a shit show particularly at 2 a.m uh when all the other bars close and everyone flocks to like one of five clubs uh but the other way they could address this would be to roll out like extensions on yeah. the liquor licenses to everywhere yeah exactly and then you don't have that problem yeah, that would make sense if you just let every club stay open till four, three or four. Yeah. How late they stay. Which I don't really get. I'm going to say that a lot of the people flipping, like, fuck people. If it's 2 a.m., you've been drinking for six hours, coming from a sober guy, just go the fuck home. Like, there's yeah. nothing that's going to happen in that last hour that you're going to be like, this totally made my <laughs> night. Yeah, I got to say, like, I, I did stay out till 4 a.m. a lot, and every time I did it, it was not fun and I was always like why did I stay out that late I should have gone home at two because I grew up in well I went to college in Kamloops and that was all the bars close to two and I got used to it and then I moved to Vancouver and I was like ah oh, that's like uh 145 let's go home maybe get some food and people are like no <laughs> it goes till four here and I'm like what fuck can we just get food and go to sleep no no we got to party more and you're like but I don't want to party I want to eat food and go to sleep yeah which and that's that's prime time like between 2 yeah 2 and 3 probably and like Derek said nothing good ever happens I can cuz yeah back before I quit drinking I would be the guy who was like fucking party's not over let's go yeah. to the next spot and then I just think back now and all that like last hour did was like compound my hangover by about yeah. 10 times and if 
back then, if we had two sweaty old dudes telling us the wrongfulness of our ways, we probably wouldn't have listened. Oh, I to wouldn't them. have listened at all. We would have been like, "You guys just don't know how to party hard enough." <laughs> Whatever. And then I will we... totally cop. I do not know how to party hard enough. Yeah, I'll cop to that. Not anymore. But yeah, we have uh, a couple of friends who shall remain unnamed. Yeah. Who uh, the last couple weekends? Uh, these guys are part of our Dungeons and Dragons group. Don't you totally just fucking... you just. I guess There's nobody like knows. Six guys in that group. No one yeah. has any idea. Okay. Uh, and these these two upstanding young gentlemen have been like, uh, they've they've gone to to Gorgamesh, uh, this after hours club, and like don't get home until eight a.m. And I'm like, and then they're too it. hungover for D and D. What yeah, the fuck? Which is awful. Uh, and I'm like, did anything notable happen? They're like, like it's always the the answer has never been yeah, it was fucking great. It's yeah. always been like, oh my god, I regret that. That was so dumb. Let's yeah. never do that again. Let alone the forty dollars to get in, which yeah is ridiculous. That's I'm just waiting for some guy to throw a shit fit and claim discriminatory practices <laughs> for them charging men cover yeah. and not women and get yeah. the whole fucking place shut down. Speaking of discriminatory practices for men and not women, this fellow in the UK, he, uh, sorry, I'm just going to pull it up so I can give you the name of the business and all that other. Oh, killer segue, bro. Shit. I didn't yeah. even know where you were going with that. Oh one. yeah. So this guy, he has an office job in the UK and with the aforementioned heat wave of almost 35 degrees, he wanted to wear shorts to work and then he got sent home cause it's against the dress code. And he was like, and then he, like, made some gross statements about how he didn't like to wear pants because it made him sweaty and uncomfortable in his Twitter page, which I guess I, I still repeated. But he gone got the brilliant that. idea that since women can wear dresses for the dress code, he was going back to work in a dress. And he thought he'd be sent home right away. But, nope, they had to let him say because he found a loophole. And then... About halfway through that day, uh, the company actually said that it's okay for men to wear three-quarter length shorts, which is actually cool because most of these stories you hear about a guy does something like that or a girl in high school breaks the dress code and then it turns out to this huge dramatic thing. But I guess in the UK, they're just more sensible. Yeah, this was like the guy wasn't like, oh, this is discriminatory yeah. bullshit and like throwing a cry fest on the internet. He was just like, eh, fuck you, gonna put a dress on. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna try this. And then within a day, they realized their, their dress code was discriminatory they addressed it and they fixed it within half a day. Whereas here we have to deal with this bullshit clickbait. Can you believe that they kicked this girl out of high school for wearing this? They didn't wear these 12 year old girls wear leggings on an airplane. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. Kudos to this guy for uh, having yeah. the balls <laughs> to throw on a dress. Yeah. Uh, I don't know which where this guy work because it sounds goddamn uh, awful. Okay. I'm I'm looking for it. I mean, we live in in the startup world now. <laughs> His where... last name's Barge. I guess he barged right in. Idiot. <laughs> uh, we live in like yeah. That if you work in tech, you can wear a burlap sack to work and nobody gives a shit as long as your uh, your output is good. Yeah, it does. It doesn't in this in this news story on today.com. It doesn't say the company. I guess maybe they don't want to offend somebody, yeah. and they they just refer to it as the company or the office. And they even show an email from the boss saying that the only shorts they can wear are black, navy, or beige, but it doesn't say the actual name of the company. Yeah, 
Well, yeah. there you go, man. If your uh, oppressive employer is keeping you in pants and you want to cool the boys down, just throw on a skirt or uh, a dress. I can't think of many dudes who... Is this still a thing? Like What? Kilts? So, well, no. Even, like, guys just being uh, terrified to, to wear dresses or skirts. I, don't, I think we're... As a society, I'd say we're pretty much over that. But then you hear some horrible news story out of the South where it didn't work out. Well, the or, South, that's a whole... That's or a whole some small movie. town where they have problems <laughs> with the... Uh, crosswalks maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would uh yeah. that would never fly in vernon yeah no. vernon bc if you're in vernon don't wear a dress to your job no and, and you know a lot of these places are like really really nice communities really uh you know yeah. point in their own way but the, down home the the people who live there uh in a lot of ways are still backwards as fuck mm-hmm. so something to keep in mind if you're if you're ever traveling yeah and uh you want to Go up to a nice story to close it out? Yeah, let's uh, let's do that. Okay, this woman whose grandma was in the hospital snuck a, the grandma's dog in under a towel to make it look like it was a baby napping on her shoulder to visit her and then took some pictures with the old lady and her dog. And it's just really heartwarming that this sick grandma got this dirty, dirty dog well, full of diseases the, into the hospital so she could feel better. That's not heartwarming at all. That's awful. Like, fuck people taking dog. Okay, so we've reached a point in our society where yeah. it's just, like, dog fever and people are fucking morons about it. Like, yeah. I've seen... Like, that's whatever. Like, the woman was dying? Yeah, possibly. She's in the hospital. She's old. She's got to be dying. I don't give a shit. Taking a dog into a hospital, not a smart thing to do. They're not particularly sanitary Also, look at this dog. He looks filthy as fuck. Yeah. It's just the Pomeranian. (laughs) But, like, think, like, even, like, just the amount of hair that are on a Pomeranian. And if you're, like, in physical duress with an actual injury, and you happen to be allergic to dogs at the same time, and then... You get some fucking Pomeranian hair stuck on your nose, and then you start sneezing and freaking out. That's not going to help you heal. No, or you die if it's a severe <laughs> enough allergy. <laughs> like, yeah. who the fuck knows? What is this, another dog in a hospital? Yeah, it's just... The, the, okay, I'm going to stop researching because we're getting distracted. It's a fucking giant Great Dane sitting on someone's hospital bed, and it still has its giant balls attached to it. Perfect. Which, uh, if the Pomeranian was a bad idea to bring into a hospital, a Great Dane is Definitely. Even How worse. would you even... Did you dress it up in human clothes and, like, I walk it in there? I think they just said, look, it's balls. It's obviously, like, <laughs> a human male. Uh, I see people sneaking dogs into restaurants all the time yeah. and then getting offended that they can't, like... Be like, oh, why can't I keep my dog here? Because it's or, a fucking uh, animal, you or idiot. Or those people... I don't know if it's as big here, but in the States, I always hear people complaining about... What is it? Emotional comfort dogs? Yeah. Where they're, like, too scared to be alone, so they actually take their dog openly to restaurants and be like, it's my emotional comfort dog. Which I think is one of those bullshit things like food allergies now where people just, like, invent it and use it to justify not tying their dog up to a, like, fucking tree or being a responsible dog owner. Yeah. Like, I don't think anyone actually needs an emotional comfort dog. And if you do need an emotional comfort dog, maybe, I don't know, stop being a shitty person who brings your dog into restaurants and people will want to be your friend and you won't be lonely. Like, so, 
I, I know a lot of dog owners, and these people are... are All they're, terrible. They're, no, they're just, okay. I'm just joking. A lot of people joking. are normal about it, but a lot of people are like, so uh, this new craze, it's not a new craze, but it's like this perk in the tech world is having dog-friendly offices yeah. where you can, like, bring your dog to the office and keep it there all day, which is cool. There's a lot of really well-behaved dogs at, at my employer, yeah. um, and these dogs are awesome, and they're kind of fun to have around, but there's dogs at my office who fucking bark constantly, and they're always running around, and they're really poorly trained. Yeah. It's like, why would you think it's okay? This isn't your home. This is a place of business. Why are you bringing your shitty... Like, yeah, exactly. poorly trained dog in here and letting it fucking disrupt every. It's like, and and here I'm gonna sound like a dickhead here. Yeah, they don't have bring. Like, it's not kid friendly office. If I yeah. want to bring Noah there and let him run around fucking around fucking up barking. shit, barking and biting people, <laughs> <laughs> which he would probably do both. Yeah, uh, I I can't do that because yeah. uh, kids are somehow you're Worse just expected dogs. to have like daycares lined yeah. up for this shit. Where, Wait, they have these dogs there every single day? Oh, there's like, there's probably like eight or nine dogs who are at my office every single day. Yeah. What the fuck? And then like a rotating cast of like other ones. And I'm okay. just like, can you not? Can't you just leave your dog at home? Well, like, I guess that's not a thing anymore. And uh, uh, is there a size limit at least? Uh, no, there's. Uh, oh my god, we get, we get full. Which I I actually prefer the big dogs. Oh the really? really? Shitty ones are like the little. Uh, fucking toy whatever dogs yeah they're just like loud yeah they just like bark it there's yeah. there's a couple dogs in particular who i'm not gonna name because i'd like to remain friends with my co-workers but why fuck those dogs if your co-workers bring dogs to work that bark you shouldn't be friends with them you should be like you're a terrible person and i don't like you and this is why i don't have any friends and now i need an emotional support yeah dog. now i need an emotional support <laughs> dog that i'm going to force guess what i'm i'm just going to fucking get like an emotional support horse and i'm going to walk that thing in like the a middle miniature of a restaurant horse. Yeah. and be like what up this is a this is an animal that i need to make myself feel yeah. better i'm going to take it to the hospital with me i'll take it to the old folks home you know what? take it to Fuck the it. icu go all the way get an emotional support grizzly bear <laughs> <laughs> like, People, animals are not children. You do not need these things with you all the time. Yeah. And there are some, sometimes when they say don't bring it into restaurants or hospitals or uh, other places, it's it's more for public health reasons and not yeah. because they're just trying to oppress you. And to quote George Costanza from Seinfeld, be like, we live in a society. And that just basically means we have rules so that we can live together. Is that a George Costanza? Yeah, he just, every once in a while, he'd like, somebody would do something shitty, and he would just scream, we live in a society. Cool. As in, people were being un... Oh, God. I just fucking drew a blank. All right. It's too hot. Good time to end it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go fucking hose my head down and get out of this awful 30-degree heat. I'm going to go into the 30-degree heat and play baseball. Yeah, you're a moron. Let's so. see if I get sunstroke. Uh, thanks, as always, for joining us. If you have stuff that made you angry on the internet this week, you can email us at theoutragefactory at gmail.com or tweet us. Uh, our whatever account is out at outragefactpod. My, uh, can we put some more uh, emphasis in this? You're dude, not I'm just, I'm, I'm so uh, hot. I got, I need a cold, uh, cold shower. Anyways, I'm a super Dale bot <laughs> on the Twitter machine, and I am at Herder. That's six R's.
and we might set a Facebook page up if we get around to it. So look for that, and then you can give us one of those little likes, and then my <laughs> give us a little like. Then my uh, ego can get inflated a bit more. We should and, actually uh, probably we're gonna set up a Facebook page. Oh, and our uh, pa- Patreon, Patreon. I gotta learn how to uh, pronounce Patreon. I think thing. it's Patreon. Yeah, like patronizing. Pat- Patreon. Pa- that would be Patreon. Did I say patronize? Pat, uh, yeah, whatever. Is it patronizing or patronizing? Potato, potato. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can send us money, although I've given us, kind of given up hope that anyone's going to do Well, that. usually for that, you have to give people a reason to give money. Like, we hey. said last time, Dale would give you a hand job if you donated $50. Oh, yeah. So, so anyone who wants Dale's My hands are terrible. Hands, his, li- his hard laborer hands. They are very callous. I weld. I, I <laughs> I'm a weld. welder. Whatever. All right. Uh, thanks, as always, for listening. Uh, until next week. We love you. Stay angry. The president only makes the decision.